This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Today's program is pre-recorded. Every day, many of our nation's most vulnerable workers put on their armor to go to work. These essential workers are keeping our lights on, restocking our shelves with food, and battling COVID-19 on the front lines. Now more than ever, they deserve our protection and thanks. That's why during the pandemic, Pond Lee Hockey is working around the clock to help protect these workers and fight for their rights. Call Pond Lee Hockey's COVID-19 hotline to help you and your loved ones with your legal needs during the pandemic at 267-606-4343. Now on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia, The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause. If we don't move in our own direction, we're going to become extinct. In fact, in some cases, we're close to being extinct right now. Presented by the law offices of Pond, Lee Hockey, Giordano. Talk, listen, and speak to the region's most influential leaders. This is The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause. And we welcome everyone in to The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause as we come to you on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. And we start the show, uh, J. Doc, with a uh, labor union spotlight. But this is a rarity for me. Uh, I've never seen this in doing this radio show for now eight years. I've never uh, watched you actually take the head of the broadcast table uh, when you're in someone else's house. So uh, I welcome you to the head of the table and, and bring you in. We've got a great show. Uh, and a great introduction coming up. Absolutely. First of all, I couldn't be more excited. Um, the Sheet Metal Workers Local 19 is one of the premier unions in the, in the, in the council and, and, and throughout the building trades. And um, just so much great stuff. But the leadership, uh, and, and we're going to have on the broadcast, uh, Gary Messina, business manager of, of Sheet Metal Workers Local 19, and Brian Bush, assistant business manager and financial secretary of Local 19. And uh, I'm excited about this uh, because n- n- not only is, is, is the union... Um, it, it, it's 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 something to behold, and and and, and I'm excited for the listeners to to really uh, understand the diversity, uh, the quality, and all those things. Uh, but also uh, the leaders themselves. Um, you know, these individuals care uh, so much about their members. They're passionate about you know the work and and you know the construction industry in general. And so, uh, Gary Messino, uh, I want to uh, thank you so much. Obviously, uh, and and start off by saying. By the way, uh, the support that Local 19 has given us um, to, to even stay on the air, um, you know, over the last several years is uh, appreciated uh, so much. You, you, you are, you know, for us, have been a lifeline to us, and we can't thank you enough, and we want to welcome you to the broadcast. Yeah, you're welcome, Joe. Thank you for having me here tonight. And on another Saturday night, you got me, but <laughs> I, think this, I think what you're doing here is great, and I mean... We support the show, as you know, and looking forward to being here tonight with my assistant business manager, Brian Bush. And Brian Bush is a, a great friend, and, and uh, Brian, uh, obviously want to welcome you to the broadcast. Um, you know, you, you uh, are somebody who's incredibly passionate about, you know, not only, uh, you know, the Sheet Metal Workers Local 19, but the union community and, and the labor movement in general, just like Gary. Uh, so glad to have you here, my friend. Well, listen, Joe, we're, uh, we're happy to be here. We're, we're you know, I feel... Uh Privileged to be here on your show. You know, this is uh, this is something new for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Although I will a, tell you, Gary a said talk radio show. Yeah, but 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 but, but Gary said, um, and he said, listen, Brian 
Well, he'll have no shortage of words, so we, <laughs> we're, we're, we're uh, yeah, all the fired. the members at the union meeting can attest to that. Yeah, no, but, uh, and, 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 and so we're, we're excited about that. And we'll jump into the show here. Don't forget, we're here every Saturday for two hours. Hour number one of the two hours is our labor spotlight, J-Doc, and then coming up uh, in hour number two, uh, another big discussion and a lot of conversation. Open phones coming up in oh, hour yeah. number two as we'll do union yes uh, versus union no. It's that time of the year uh, we're in that conversation. Conversation. We'll cover some politics as well. Yeah. Uh, a lot to talk about. Absolutely, and you know, so we got guys. If you would, and I'll say, uh, Gary, tell us about the members of, of of Local 19, the scope of work, what you guys do. Uh, you know, because people drive through this city and they see these buildings, and they and you know they and. I like them to know who's actually erecting them and, and putting them up. And, and we do it all, right, Gary? <laughs> uh oh. Honestly, Joe, we're pretty diverse. I mean, as you know, you know, a lot of our industry is heating and air conditioning. You know, we keep you cool in the in the summer and warm in the winter. We like to say, but also, you know, we do all, our, all the architectural metal in the city of Philadelphia that we can. We do, you know, the metal roofing, the metal siding, and all that stuff. We have kitchen equipment that we install. We actually manufacture and install it. Lockers, tall partitions. I mean, we even do the digital billboards at the Eagles games. We actually build them, and we install them in our shops. So, I mean, it, and it goes on and on and on. We could sit here all night on our jurisdiction, but, you know, Brian, did I miss any of the key moments, key parts of that? No, no. I just, uh, you know, we, we, we try. Like Gary said, we're a very diverse local so besides just the billboards and stuff like that and the stadiums with our sign uh, part of our industry, um, you know, we also do any, you know, listen to any of the, like, indoor signage and stuff like that in hospitals, hotels, uh, the, the placards and everything from the women's and men's room signs down to, uh, we don't do the exit signs, stuff like that. Of course, that's the, that's the electrician's work. But, um, you know, any of the placards for, you know, the, the different types of rooms or whatever else that you're in. We cover that in the sign, uh, sign part of our industry. And then, you know, the McDonald's signs, Wendy's signs, all that type of stuff. That's all fabricated, designed and fabricated in, in our shops. We have, uh, you know, 200-man shops that fabricate all that. Now, how many members do you have in, 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 in the local? In the local total, it's probably, what, 4,700 and Lisa, I mean, that's, around I mean, can I, just a quick observation from a listener who doesn't know anything about sheet metal workers, local 19. Wow. Right. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. You do a lot. Yeah, we do. And a lot of people don't know that. Actually, years ago, when, when Gary first took over in 2011, we put our heads together and said, you know, we're always going around talking to different facilities, directors, directors of operations, customers, you know, different owners. Of facilities and people say, and you'll get a laugh out of this, Joe, because when we introduce ourselves as sheet metal workers, they'll say, "Oh, you guys are the ones that put the steel up in the building." <laughs> <laughs> and they always the come out. Now, with the listen, that. here's something funny. Just so the listeners know, so I'm an iron worker, and um, you know, typically, and, and, and it's amazing. You know, the jurisdictional stuff is, uh, you know, everybody's got a different uh, facet, and every, and, and uh, of course. Um, sometimes they overlap, but the, you know, so that, that was kind of a joke. And, and yeah. just so you, anybody, <laughs> I wonder if Kevin Boyles was in, well, Bob, or Steve Sweeney, Joe, maybe. Right. <laughs> but that on that, Joe, if there are, you know, there are some things that overlap jurisdictionally, but most trades, most managers will get together sure, and we'll work it out and mm -hmm. where it's fair. You know, we're not here to 
Well, I mean, and that's what's great about the building trades. Um, you know, I, obviously, you know, you guys work together. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, listen, not everything's perfect, but there's a respect there. And Gary, by the way, you and I have talked plenty of times, and and that um, that's that, that's one of the great things, and what makes our what, what makes the Philadelphia building trade so strong is the fact that um, look, uh, you know, we, you know, there's a lot of different crafts uh, and 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 a lot of different union members, mm-hmm. um, and you know, uh, it's a diverse community. But I can say that. The respect um, that that is given across the board is is a great thing, and uh, one you know to elaborate, and we're going to get into the building trades. But Brian, talk to us a little bit about who your members are. I mean, in other words, not only are they great craftsmen and women, mm-hmm. um, but but the, the, the salt of the earth. These are the individuals that are coaching the the, uh, the, 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 the kids sports teams. The whole deal. When people ask me about our membership, the first thing that comes to my mind is family. Right. And when I say family, that's not just family members that are in the union. You know, all the members here at Local 19, Gary and I and, all, and the rest of the business agents and organizers, we all try to take care of our family. Right. You know, just like anybody else in the, in the building trades. You know, it's, it's, they're, they're all good people. You know, they're here for one reason. They're here to take care of their families. You know, they're, they're looking out for, for their best interests, meaning their family's best interests. They want to have the best benefits around. They want to have the best training. They want to be safe on the job sites. They want to be able to go home at night and, you know, put their feet up and say, you know what, I'm, I'm doing this. You right. know, and, this, and is, this is a great, a great uh, you know, livelihood that I have, and I'm able to support my family and, and give them a better life. And, and, you know, we always say, you know, obviously in, in, in the building trades and in all of our unions, eight for eight. In other words, we're, we're out there, you know, giving eight hours hard work. Yeah, not, uh, for for eight a, hours not for a business agent, yeah, though. And, I mean, or, or a manager. Oh, yeah, you guys don't stop. You, that's you, you, 16 you, hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey. Well, I'm sorry, 24 hours a day, but we got to sleep sometimes. No, I, and, 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 <laughs> I, you know what's funny? I actually wanted to ask both of you, just to, you know, to, to describe what your day's like, because you're right. Well, John, I, John, can I add something, though, what Brian talked about family? Sure. What he means is, is if, if we got a member who has a tragedy in their family, mm-hmm. their kids are sick, something their wife, their something's yeah. We we come in as a family and we and we get with them and the whole union will rally around that family mm-hmm. and we'll pick them up and we'll help pay for the if the guy can't work we'll raise money for him to pay for his bills. Yeah. We have a thing called the holiday fund around here. If, if you have a tragedy in your family, the members pay $0.10 cents an hour into this fund. They voted on it on the floor. It started as a couple of pennies. Now it's $0.10. Cents. And we help a lot of families. Yeah, and that's what we do collectively together. The union the union's just not about going to work and making a good wage yeah. and benefits. It's about being part of an association sure. that cares about you. Gary, do you, have a, Gary do you have a follow-up? Let me give you a follow-up on that. Do you, do you have a sense of... of um, of of where that comes from, that unity, and how that how that exists, it's well, it's an unbelievable thing because it doesn't always happen like that no, everywhere doesn't. everywhere that you go. I uh, could answer that though. You could take my. I know I where I'm going to go, I, and I know where I'm going to go. But go yeah, ahead, I can't wait to. Uh, that comes from leadership. It really does because it always comes from the top. And I'm not sitting here, you know, gonna gonna sit here and pat ourselves on the back. But you know, Gary does a great job when it comes to looking out for the members. It really does because, you know, he helps make that final decision, you know, when it comes to looking out for the membership. And, you know, if you hear, you know, this one guy had a problem with his house because of a a storm or or a fire or something like that, Gary's one of the first guys that says we got to take care of that guy and his family. So I think, I really think, you know, it all comes from the top. 
You know, when our members, when our members see that our leadership is there to take care of them, you know, they all follow that, you know, that people follow what they see, you know, and I'm not saying that they're, you know, that. Oh, it uh, makes they, a difference. They just follow, no, but when you it see makes a that difference. coming from the top, really, it, it, it makes a big difference. It, it does. does. Well, I, I think I was going to go a little different. I was going to go, I think it has a lot to do with our fathers oh, yeah, and their definitely. fathers and our upbringing and the way we were raised. You know, mm-hmm. We were raised, I mean, at the table, when I got in the union, when I always stood at the kitchen table, and like my father constantly reminded me how important it was to be part of this association and what this association meant. So I'm going to say, you know, Brian Bush's father was a, was a business agent, was the assistant business manager around here when he was here. You know, my father was on the executive board. They were always involved. But it's got a lot to do with your upbringing, too. And, oh, yeah, and, and, definitely. You know, I think our fathers instilled in us that, you know, we can't do enough of this membership. We can never do enough. But we'll, 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 we'll be out there all day trying. Great way to end the opening segment, Jay Doc, as we come to you on The Labor Show with Jay Doc and Krause. We bring you the show on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Back in a moment. Portions of tonight's edition of The Labor Show are sponsored by Plumbers Local 690, Sheet Metal Workers Local 19, Iron Workers Local 401, and SEIU Local 32BJ District 1201. Today's program has been pre-recorded. This whole nonsense about not giving workers the right to organize with so-called right to work, that's bad. Something like that comes to my desk, I'll veto it, not just because I'm a Democrat, not just because I'm pro-labor, but because I know for a fact that's not very smart. And back here on The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause, we come to you every Saturday night, J. Doc, and the best uh, thing about expanding our show from one hour to two, we were one hour for so for oh so long. I mean, seven seven years, almost seven yeah. full years of doing uh, one hour of the labor show every week, and the ability to now expand that platform oh, yeah, uh, to two hours on a Saturday night allows us or provides for us and the listening audience an opportunity to understand who all these great people are, and it's really really good I stuff. Mean, and I'm glad to be here. Exactly, it gives us the opportunity to not only educate people, get you know, let the listeners uh, meet. Our our labor leadership, uh, you know, and give them an idea uh, of who they are and what they're really about. One, One of, of these th- days, I'm going to run all the audio from the outtakes that happen in between right. the segments. <laughs> we have to beat a couple <laughs> things in the list. <laughs> that's where the real, that's where the good stuff is. Oh, yeah. oh but that's for a different, <laughs> yeah. that's for a different radio at show. A, at a different time slot. Yes, sir. <laughs> you know, it's interesting, you know, uh, Joe, you asked a question uh, to Gary and Brian about um, where it comes from, uh, you know, where we, where we, uh, where we care, you know, why we care so much about our, our local and, and all. You know, apprentice school helps, you know, that, you know in, in, at the beginning. I, you guys are incredibly, uh, Local 19's apprenticeship program is second to none, okay? And, but I, I've learned, and when I was growing up, like you said, in our families, big deal. Like, and we all three of us grew up mm-hmm. in union families, so we understood the principles right off the bat, and so it's in our blood. But not, not the union community is incredible incredibly diverse and not everybody has an apprentice program you learn a lot about the principles of labor and about your union and how it got to where it's at um in your in apprentice school and educate you go to four to five years of apprentice school i always say this guys um when you look at building tradesmen okay and 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 the two of you guys are the the epitome of this Uh, you could literally walk in tradesmen you know men and women I'll bet you a large portion of our, our, our members across the board have their, their local tattooed on their arm, okay? That's how much a part of it 
you know, a part of us, uh, you know, it is. And, and it's, it's just, and that apprentice program is such a big, important part. And now that we're, t- and, and, and getting into that, I want to talk about the apprentice program because it, it gets into everything. Joe, that's, that's, a, good, that's a good question because Brian, being the assistant business manager, works with the organizers. And Brian, tell them how you meet with the apprentices. We used to do with them when they first get in for the first year. Well, actually, yeah. We when they first get in, we all go over for an orientation, and you know, one of the one of the first things that we talk to them about it. One, and, you know, the guys always want to give me the hook because I'm, you know, over there talking forever. But it's wisdom, brother. Thing, they need it. <laughs> the first thing that that usually comes out of my mouth, I pick up our agreement. Everybody's handing out a, a brand new CBA when they come in. Uh, I pick up the agreement. And I say, learn this. You know, it was the same thing that my dad said to me when I. Before I was, you know, even in, you know, he said, learn this because, you know, he knew I was taking the test. He said, make sure you learn this, know what your scopes of work are, know what the rules are, everything like that. So, oh, yeah, I don't know. I can't even read that. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh-huh. Well, Brian, the, import- the, the importance of that, though. I can't read it. It's, it- <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. It is more. We're passing back notes back and forth here just in case. Everybody- it is more than just the document. In that CBA, oh yeah, I know exactly. There's a where lot you're of going. blood, sweat, a lot and tears. of sweat, well, and a uh, and a lot of tears. And I've shared that with them too. That's that's one thing. I actually wrote an article because we have a uh, we have a, a you know a, a quarterly uh, you know magazine sheer magazine sheer that, that goes out. That's called Sheer Facts to the members. I actually wrote about that. You know everything that's uh, that that's voted on. You know it comes from the floor. You know of the union meetings. Uh, you know, we bring it to negotiations. We negotiate that with our with our contractors, which isn't always easy. Everybody that you know has has been a part of some type of negotiations. Oh yeah, no, that's not easy. Sure. And, you know, it, we go back and forth, and then you know we bring it back to the membership again. So it, all those rules and regulations and everything else came from the members of Local 19 that are in that book, like you said. You know, it's it's all the blood, sweat, and tears, not from just us but from the members themselves and, you know, from generations and generations of, of members mm-hmm. and union officials around here, you know, they've, you know, it, it wasn't always just at the table either, you know? <laughs> oh, no, uh, uh, listen, but you know... But, <laughs> A lot but, of arguments and everything but, else. But it also lets people know... We, we set things straight. Y- you so. know, y- there's a lot... There's how we got to where we're at. That's what. That's really what it's... You, you look mm-hmm. at this this book, It obviously you're learning the standards, but how many... I, I, I met an apprentice one time. He was in the local for two weeks, right? And he was talking about uh, different things. It was kind of humorous because, and, you know, you could see he felt like he was born on, you know, third base, you know? What I mean, and like we just didn't get here overnight, but the apprentice programs uh, and educating them right at the beginning, like you yeah. just said, um, and, and understanding how we got here, and 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 leaders like yourself uh, who who grew up in it, and at the same time, you know, went to apprentice school, uh, went became, were apprentices, and went up the ranks. Um, getting that across is such a big important thing, guy. Know the so, history, you so know, what, like, absolutely. One of the first things we say to these kids is. You know, you could be standing up here in 20 years. You could be the next business agent. You could be the next manager. That's how we all started. You know, what I was saying to Brian when I was trying to pass him that note was, Brian takes the organizers and meets with them an hour before the union meeting for the first 12 months, and they go over the agreement, and he questions, because these kids are a little scared. They're a little scared. Sure, they don't right. know what to do. Right. And we, 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 we kind of bring the organizers in, we bring the agents in, and we try to form these relations with these kids, and they're required to go to union meetings for the first four years. 
Mm-hmm. And that's just to get them to involved to understand, because it's their union. There's a big misconception about this. You know, we, we may run the union, me and Brian, but it's, 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 it's our union. It's everybody. It's the membership's union. Yeah. We got to get elected every three years. And like Brian says, we have an executive board. We, we, this is not a dictatorship here. We got we to gotta make our decisions and run it by our executive board sure. and take it to our membership. So we want them to remind, we, we constantly remind them, this is your union. We, we're going to, the more of us that just are to come to these meetings, the stronger we are, the more. And more informed you are. And, and, and the more you know how, how things work, like that's how, that's how you know, we you, all are. When you get into the apprentice program or you start in the program, you're, where are you? Just out of high school? Are you in? Depends, are you in your? Are you in your young twenties? Or it's it so it's a anywhere. it's a wide range. It could it could definitely be a wide range. I mean, when I first uh, applied, I was just coming out of high school. You know, just came out of high school. I was actually in the coppersmiths, which is another part of our industry. Uh, I was in the coppersmiths right after high school. I mean, the first summer out of high school, I was seventeen year old. Seventeen years old when I graduated, and I was a coppersmith helper. You know, when I was 17 years old, and then, you know, and then I was there for two years, and I took the apprenticeship. It took me two years to get in because times were tough back then, back in the early 90s. But uh, you know, it, it could be a, a wide range. I mean, we've had we've had apprentices come in, you know, 40, that are 40, 40 some 40. years old. Well, that's know, by, so. by the way, that's a great thing about unions. You, there are opportunities. Uh, that are offered. I mean, second chance well, programs. I mean, me, all kinds of things, and, no matter what age. And, you are. and let me make let me make this point because I think it's amazing for the, that the audience needs to know this. The value of that apprentice program. Oh, yeah. When you put that in real terms, when you look at what the cost of the education is today, talk about that. It's priceless. It's it, it's it's unbelievable for you to be able to have that opportunity to go into that program. It's funny you just you mentioned that, Joe. I just had a conversation with one of my training coordinators last week, and he's estimating it's about fifty five thousand dollars over the four years that we we spend in training, That's which they per, per apprentice, per, per apprentice, yeah. right? Per apprentice, where there's no debt at the end of the apprenticeship, they owe nobody nothing. Mm-hmm. Right, so. and you got, and, and and just to be clear about this, um, as a labor union, you're paying for that yourself, like that. Correct. You know that, that you know, doesn't we don't? There's no government funding for that. No, well, no, no. The journeymen pay a check. Journeymen contribute, you know, quarter an hour into a fund yeah, right. that helps pay for this training. Right. And but also when you're done our four year apprenticeship, you get an accreditation. Now we're 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 considered a university like a Temple or a Penn State. Right. You get an associate's degree after the four years, but you could transfer it to anywhere, go to night school for a couple of years, now you got a full degree and you ain't got no debt. I mean that, that's, that's incredible. incredible. And yeah, but- I would say, J Doc, and, and I don't want to belabor it, but I would just say this that fifty five thousand dollar a year cost over the four years. Over, over the four. over the four years. In real terms, sure. in real money, to anyone who's put a child through college, that's a that's a two hundred thousand oh, yeah. dollar benefit at at, at least Trust to, to the individual. Trust yep. me, I know. <laughs> but having but having said that, let's let's elaborate. You're you're. Um, so you guys have an outreach program with your apprentice program, and and which is really fantastic. And and you could t- t- talk about that a little bit, and 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 uh, you know the scope of, of of how it works. You got when well, you got Reverend Bobby Paul, awesome was, guy. He was a member here. Back goes back to the seventies. He was yeah. a member here. He was he's, actually an official here. He was on executive board, and he's a pastor with Piney Grove Baptist Church in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. He was recently honored by city council. Mm-hmm. For 30 years of dedication. Yeah, right before the whole, 
whole COVID-19 thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he was recently honored there mm-hmm. and in front of city council for all his hard work that he puts in. And because of Bobby Paul, because he gets into these neighborhoods, that some of these kids just don't think the opportunity's there. And I've talked to these kids when they get here, and they don't... Sometimes I have to remind them that this is not a stopping point. This is your whole career here, you know? Yeah. And he's with his success, we've been able to... I would say, local-wide, we're in 25 to 30% minority with minorities in the local right now. Oh, yeah. Your outreach program is one of the most impressive I've ever I've ever seen. And, and J-Doc, I think we had the Reverend on the show. We did we? have the Reverend yeah. on the show years ago. Yeah, and and years ago. the diversity uh, th- that the local has is amazing. Mm-hmm. And opportunity... Um, you know, that, that's a, a big deal. You can literally, and if I'm not incorrect, um, you could you literally take an, a, an application out, uh, you know, almost any time, right? I mean, it's like 360, uh, yeah, 360, 24-7, 365. But, but, but the outreach that the Reverend made, training people for the actual test before they actually take it. And who does that? Oh, he tutors them. He tutors them. Now. He, he tutors, tutors them. He tutors them. In his church, he's got 10 computers or something like that. Yeah, but it's not just, it's not just tutoring them, Making them for, to too. take a test. Mm-hmm. It's tutoring them for their soft skills, sure. for an interview process, and letting them know that they should dress to impress when they come to the interview. Sure. You know, and also talk to them about, the, you know, the, the different diversity, like you said, throughout the union, and how it is, I'm going to say it again, like a family. Yeah. You know, this isn't just a job, it's a career that you can get into. Sure. So he talks about all those things. You know, so it's 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 a really good program. That it's a rarity. It is. It, it, it really it's a, is. It's, it's, no, but let me just uh, the power of an apprenticeship, and I want to say this because that apprenticeship you guys uh, offers is second to none. But also, we, in the conversation of union over non-union, one of the great things about 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 a, a, a labor union is our staff, our workforce is trained. So if somebody gets injured on the job, God forbid, or somebody gets sick. You can call the union hall and get a trained quality individual in 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, less than that. I mean, less than that. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm, what I'm, you, you get what I'm saying, though. Like, in other words, you know, our workforce is trained second to none. We have about 300 apprentices today right in the program, Joe, that we're training for the future. 300 as we speak. I mean, and, and, and what, what is that? So, so in other words, what we're doing is we're always, you know, uh, you know, creating a, a, a supply and demand where, our, oh. you know, we, our members who retire have individuals coming in right behind them. Correct. Mm-hmm. And we want them to come in, you know, we want these apprentices to come in and work with these individuals. I mean, I'd say 90% of what I learned besides, you know, going through the apprenticeship, yeah, you know, you, you get a lot of knowledge from the books and everything else you get hands-on. But when you're going out into the field or into the shops with these journeymen, these skilled journeymen experience, you're picking up all their different skills as well. Sure. You know, so you, you, it's, a, it's, it's like a world of knowledge, you know, when you go out there and work side-by-side side with these guys. That's as we go is. to the commercial break on the Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause, do the math. 300 times 55,000. Back in a moment. Portions of tonight's edition of The Labor Show are sponsored by Sprinkler Fitters Local 692, Iron Workers Local 405, and Steam Fitters Local 420. Today's program has been pre-recorded. We're going to try to work with Republicans in a bipartisan way to find solutions to what really is not working. 
And back here on The Labor Show with Jay Doc and Krause as we come to you on a Saturday night here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Great dialogue and a great conversation uh, going on. Stay with us. Hour number two of the big show uh, coming up. Jay Doc will do Union Yes, Union No uh, in hour number two. We'll open up the phone lines and we'll engage people from around the Delaware Valley. Real, real good conversation going on uh, with uh, Gary and Brian here at Local 19. I love it. It's as real as it gets. It, it is, and it's the and, and it's what it's all about. And uh, Brian, you wanted to kind of elaborate before we get into before we move on a little bit more on the apprenticeship. Yeah, just other things that we've done. You know, besides the the, the outreach program that Bobby Paul has been doing for years. Um, you know, myself and the organizers have been involved in different career fairs job fairs because you know if you think about that you know my belief is that 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 is a big part of organizing because yeah. you know you you think of your youth i mean unless they come from a union family yeah um you know they don't really know what it's about right and you know one thing that we started doing we started going to different career fairs through the high schools uh middle schools we even had sixth graders over here uh working on projects at our training yeah. center sure building little sheet metal windmills and stuff like that but we do these things just to you know let them know what else is out there like we were talking about earlier. Well, about- not everybody's, uh, you, you know, is, is meant to go to college. No, and, and, exactly. And, you know, they, they're not wired that way. And, nope. and, and a lot of people, have, the, the trades are a great opportunity. Yeah, definitely is. And, you know, they, you know, we actually go to these career fairs and job fairs, stuff like that. And we, you know, but it's funny because at the beginning of these career fairs, they're all surrounding the colleges or they're oh, yeah. surround, you know, you have tables all spread out in the, in the gymnasium or whatever. And the funny part is, you know, they'll all be surrounding, you know, the different military branches, stuff like that, the colleges. But by the end of the, by the end of the actual event, we have a huge group around us, you know, sure. besides the candy and stuff that we're handing out. They're, <laughs> actually, they're actually interested in, you know, the different things that you make that we actually show them. You know, we, we make everything from a flat piece of metal. You know, and we show them what it turned into, you know, and we, and we get into the, the parts. I mean, when I was in school, I mean, math came pretty uh, naturally to sure. me, and I, and I actually liked it, but it got boring, yeah. you know. And I know there's a lot of kids out there like that. We actually showed them. This is what you'll see from this evaluate, you know, these equations here. This formula here turns into this. And they're all standing there and they're like, wow, this is really cool, you know. And you know how kids are also into computers. I mean, that's another thing that we do here at Local 19. We draw everything uh, through commuter, uh, computer uh, automated drafting. Sure. You know, so, you know, they're really interested in that as well. So, the, you know, they can punch it into the computer and hear, boom, boom, it's turning into this. So it's really, it's really, it really interests them. And there's a lot of different facets of the, of the career. I mean, oh, I, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, I had a good friend of mine uh, who I grew up with who was at, at a local 19. He, was, he, he, he got into drafting. Mm-hmm. And, it, I mean, literally spent his whole, whole career. And yeah. let me tell you something, made an incredible living. Oh, and yeah. he learned it here at the apprentice school. And if you think about it this way, I mean, when you're getting in these kids' heads early, right? You're sure. talking to these kids now, right when, right before, you know, they're going out into the world on their own, you know, before they get to that non-union shop who starts to brainwash them saying unions are no good, unions don't do anything for you, yeah. you know, those types of things. Except give you options of living a, exactly. a, a good wage and, and benefits. But other than that... You know, 
you know, just say they didn't have the opportunity to get in any of the building trades or another union or whatever, you know, and they're working at one of these non-union shops, and when the owner comes to them saying, oh, well, they, they don't offer you anything. They're, they're bad. They're bad. Yeah. They're bad. Mm-hmm. They're going to think back to the time that we were at these career fairs and say, well, you know what? That's not exactly true. Right. I heard this different at a career fair when I was in high school. You know, maybe. Maybe well, it's a different stick. guys. It's the difference between a career and a job. Yeah, exactly. If, if, when you're when you're when you're a member of uh, Sheet Metal Workers Local 19 or one of the other building trades, mm-hmm. it's a career. If you're working, uh, uh, just so people understand, um, you work. You, you know, we have the collective bargaining. We have representation. If somebody gets, it's a, this is an, at will state. So if you work for an employer, they can get rid of you at any time. Mm-hmm. And so you're, if you work with just one employer, and I'm just, you know, I mean, some are greater employers. I mean, you know, uh, but let's be real. Um, you have a job, and, 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 you know, you're at the mercy of somebody. If they're in a bad mood, they could just, you know, get rid of you that day. Mm-hmm. And, and you can't just go to the union hall and either fire a grievance or, or at the same time, you know, get another job. Sometimes your life is in total flux after that happens. So yep. the benefits of becoming a, 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 being a union member are unprecedented. And, and going out in the community, like Gary said, this is, you know, this is an incredibly, um, you know, diverse union and, and, and given opportunities to individuals. One of the things you're, uh, you know, alluding to also is, yeah, we had family members and, and, and who introduced us, but you guys are going out into the communities where individuals uh, never, ever even heard of some of this stuff, and they're getting opportunities. Um, and, and, and yeah, if I could change one thing, if I could sprinkle dust on everyone in the Delaware Valley and around the country, if I could do that, if I could change one thing, it would be the perception of what it means to be in a union. No doubt about it. And the value of that. You know, we could tell you a million different stories, but I I could share one with you that sticks with me. We were out on a handbill one time at this Wendy's uh, and Panera Bread in New Jersey because we cover that area as well. And, uh, you know, we were handbilling handbills. It's just information we're handing out to the public, letting them know, you know, what had happened at this job site and this and that. And this one lady pulls up because we were working the uh, we were actually working the intersection. She pulls up, rolls her window down. I hand her one of the leaflets, and she's like, "Sir, this is my 15 year old daughter. Could you explain to her what <laughs> unions have brought, you know, given the people?" I said, "Well, do you like that your mom's home after an eight hour day of work? Right. Do you like that she's home on the weekends? I mean, those sure. simple things that everybody takes for granted now because they've been here their whole lives." Well, you know, and, so they forget about those simple things, which weren't simple things back then, yeah. where they didn't have them, you know? You gotta think, and you got to think about it from, like, if you're working for a non-signatory employer, there's no training there. There's no – they pay you as little as possible. If they provide you with health care, you got to pay a piece of it. And, you know, you wind up 30 years later, and you got no retirement plan. Mm-hmm. Social Security is $1,200 a month, and you realize, I blew it. Oh, no doubt about it. You're, you're, listen, there's, there's, you know, there's, 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 that's okay. I don't think that, yeah, that's, I don't, that's not on, on. I was on, told not to. <laughs> that's, all right. that's where the cough button comes in in, post, uh, in post-production. You, well, you know. I'll rephrase it. You, you realize you really blew it. Yeah, yeah no, no, listen, and, 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 uh. That's really the point. I mean, there's, you know, that's why we're educating people to understand, and and uh, you know, that's what it's all about. It's By the also, way, it's we, also a shame with all the false promises that some employers, you know, non-signatory employers, 
you know, give to their employees. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll give you this, I'll give you that. But it never happens. And then when they speak up about it, boom, they're the bad guy, and they could lose their job over it. You know, it's it's a shame. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, it's, so Having a voice. One of the things, a couple things we're going to talk about before we end. You know, how many? We've got about five and a half left in okay. the segment. So I want to get Don't in. ramble, please. Get uh, to the point. I, I want to talk I'll about Joe. I want, I want to talk about Joe Krause. <laughs> <laughs> um, having said that, let's talk, you know, we got a big election coming up. Yeah, you guys are politically active. This this union is, um, you you work your butts off. We know that politics is a life, uh, you know, a, a lifeline and 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 life's blood of, of the labor community because obviously we need those individuals to support, um, you know, fair wages. We need you know, uh, and at the end of the day, uh, this is an incredibly important, uh, uh, you know, election and. Where there are issues that are affecting labor, talk about that guy. Well, you know, Joe. First of all, the, the most key, important thing that the voters need to do, and especially my members, they need to educate themselves. Sure. I mean, you need to understand how much damage Trump has done to the working man, and this administration behind the scenes, like they're changing the labor laws, the rules, they're changing the rights of workers in workplaces, and they're doing it very quietly. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody thinks, hey, well, you know, I'm working, I'm doing great. How bad could it be? These jobs would have been here whether Trump was the president. These jobs were built under the when Obama was the president. You know, nobody, everybody, anybody in the construction industry knows you don't you don't plan a job today to start it tomorrow. It takes years this work. Absolutely. So he's taking credit for the economy. It happens all the time. And they can, but I, I challenge the members and the voters to educate themselves on the issues. And read and up on Trump. Exactly. Read yeah. up and on what he's exactly. really about. And not, on, not just on social media either, because there's so much do your own homework. Real. Do your own legwork. Well, you know, one of the things, it's very important that, that members get educated on the issues and their union leaders, um, you know, the, 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 uh, the platform, the legislative platform, and, and we talked about it a little before the show, um, you know, as 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 you know, a, a, you know, a labor broadcast and, and a labor community. One of the things that's important is, you know, we're here for to procure work and standards and wages for our members. Social, uh, we all agree, social um, uh, issues are important, no question about it. However, let's be real about something. Um, this is about our workforce, and when you're voting for the president, and I don't care who's listening, I hope everybody's listening. You're voting for the Supreme Court. Now, you could be a union member and you may not like you you know you you may not like a, a democrat or a Joe Biden or whoever, but you cannot avoid the fact that you know that Donald Trump is putting conservative judges on on the Supreme Court who are going to who are going to vote against collective bargaining, mm-hmm. which means you're voting against your own interests. And so the point is, you have to educate yourself. I, I believe that your labor leaders are out there. Your job, and I sit at this table. Your jobs are to, to obviously represent and work hard, uh, you know, uh, and procure work for your members and put them in the best situation they can to make a living. Mm-hmm. Now I'm all for somebody voting against their against their own. Uh, you know, financial best interest, but don't don't cry about it later when you don't when when there's no work. You know, Brian? real quick, you know, just to jump back on what you said, it's not you know we do this, yes, we do this all for our union members, but it also sets the stage for all workers out there. You know, when we're out there fighting for labor and everything else, you know, we when it comes to prevailing wage, they follow our wages, all the building trades wages, and you know, so. 
even if it's a non-union guy on those prevailing wage job sites, right. we, they're making those wages. We, we set, set that rates. stage. Right. We set the standards. Sure. You know, so it's it's not just about union labor. Yes, we are out there fighting every day for for every job for every one of our members. Joe, let me say this too, not the wrong way. This is not a Republican-Democrat thing. Mm -hmm. We it's support not. a lot of Republicans. Right. I, we, and, 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 at Seaman Over 19, we support a lot of who support our interests when we're out there. For, we're we're not a support. political party. We're, so we're, don't we're, make this a Democrat-Republican issue. Make this an issue issue. Mm -hmm. This guy is not good for the country. He's, taped, he's tapped into hate. He's tapped He's This country is, is being divided. We're closer to the Civil War than we ever were. Oh, yeah. And this guy is no good for us. But, 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 but Gary, I, you know, you, you, that might be true in a, in, in, in a personal sense. And people, I mean, I've never seen such a... But let's let's stick with just the labor issue itself. The, 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 you know, the, the, the judges that are being put in, literally speaking, if they could, they would wipe labor off the map. Well, and so my point is, you know, let's be real, guys. Last time labor... Uh, and, and a lot of our middle class uh, working people cross party lines. And I'm not talking making it a party type thing, but at the end of the day, that was the, 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 a lot of the t determining factor that put him in office. And people put him in office because they're sick and tired of partisan politics That's the problem. in Washington. Yeah. They want oh, yeah. the Democrats need to step up here. I mean, so, but you know, it, but I also want to hear in, with the Democrats, I want to hear, uh, about, I, I don't want law, labor to get lost in, in the shuffle here. And don't take us for granted. I mean, labor, I mean, so. Social issues are extremely important, um, but uh, obviously, but we have to also, we represent working people yeah. and somebody's got to stand up for the wages. We and need, we need all of our members to focus on the industry. They need, they need to vote for their jobs. They need to vote for their livelihoods. They, yeah, I mean, and, and the point, it, you, it, you it, got your agents, <laughs> you got your, your, your leadership, your presidents, your business managers, your system business managers out there and all you're doing. You, great point a little while ago, Brian. You know, I mean, we're eight for eight, 10 for 10, doing everything we possibly can because mm -hmm. when you're in the hiring hall, you're there for a job. And, and you guys are spending 24 hours a day, 18 hours a day, uh, and, and, you know, trying to procure work and do all those things. It's very difficult to try to get through to some of your members, and they're all human, and they get it, you know. I mean, and they're afraid of a lot of the violence that's going on. There's a lot of issues, but let me tell you something. You're, if you want if you want a job and you want a career, you got to be focused on those issues. Gary, last yeah, minute before we go to our commercial break, and I'd love to get your opinion on this. I feel as though the political candidates don't pay enough attention or give enough credibility to the unions. I almost feel as though they take union support for granted. Well, it's there. there. Joe, Joe, it's a good question. And there is a concern in the Philadelphia building trades as well as across the country that there's we help these people get elected and then they forget who we are. And that's another problem. The Democrats need to get, get their game together because I'll be honest with you, if the Republicans ever got their game together with this labor movement, they would cease to exist. And so my concern is, is you're right. The Democrats need to step up and you take our money, you take our manpower. You should not be afraid to support, speak about our issues. So, Joe, yeah, I agree. There is a, there is a concern across mm -hmm. the Philadelphia and across the country. The Labor Show here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. One segment to go. Back in a moment. Portions of tonight's edition of The Labor Show are sponsored by IATSE Local 8, District 1199C, and News Guild 10. Today's program has been pre-recorded. I'm back here on The Labor Show with J-Doc and Krause. J-Doc, I want to get right to you. Uh, unfortunately, 
you always Gary, run Gary out went of over or, you always oh, run oh, out I of did. always run out of time uh, when you have good time. it was Brian it was Brian, oh, yeah, Brian. Gary <laughs> it was Brian um, yeah um, so one of the things you know we talked and we're going to get into the charitable endeavor because you get, that's a big part of what's going on around here but I do want to say this the day after the the last election um, Rick Woomendale was on and he said to, uh, he said and he's a PA AFL CIO president and he said labor is not a political party we support those who support us and, I can't and, agree more can't agree more Joe and, 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 and so as, as Democrats a lot of people you know Democrats I feel like we get taken advantage of sometimes and we're not really in the discussion nearly the way we should be in this election and so I hope they pick it up because it's incredibly important let's, let's, let's go on to kind of funner things and things that um, are near and dear to the heart and uh, what's part of the fabric here at Local 19 and that is giving back uh, to the community and uh, you know just the charitable endeavors that by the way Joe Krause and I you know literally started this show uh, in a lot of ways to, to talk about because you guys do so much within the community not only from your members but also those who are not in you know Local 19 um, to the point where, but you still don't say anything. It's not, you know, nobody holds up, uh, and that's our job to do. Jack, Gary, if you if you would elaborate. I mean, Joe, listen, we do a lot. You know, as you know, we cover New Jersey as well as Philadelphia uh, and the counties into Delaware, so we do a lot in these communities. You know, uh, whether we're sponsoring a local baseball team or a football team or we're donating, you know, to some charity to raise money uh, for uh, cancer or something like that or for the Heart Association, we're all, we're out there 24/7. I mean, I mean, you know, one of the things we do that um, uh, we've been doing this since the coronavirus, and, I, and Brian Bush really has been heading that up. I want to pass the mic to Brian. Is we've been doing this food drive every Friday. So Brian, I want you to talk. I'm pretty. We're pretty proud of that. Yeah, um, you know, you guys know Aaron Young. Uh, oh yeah, we know Aaron well. You know Aaron Young. She reached out to me, said that they were, you know, they needed some help with uh, delivering, you know, food from the uh, the, the produce uh, out of 6700 Essington Ave. Um, you know, her and Dawn Ange, they've been they've been doing this for uh, you know for months and months now. Sure. Uh, just for you know, with the whole you know pandemic and everything going on. You know, they, people that can't go to work, people that have, were having problems with their unemployment, you know, not being able to collect and this and that. Uh, they were putting food baskets and bags together j- just to hand out every Saturday. So, uh, you know, we said, yeah, no problem. We'll help you, you know, do the deliveries from, you know, from 6700 over to the AFL-CIO, uh, bring all the different, uh, different food down there, you know, different produce or whatever else. Uh, so myself and uh, the rest of the agents and organizers, we we get together every Friday. We've been doing it for five uh, maybe five months now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, every Friday we go out there. Uh, you know, eight of our eight of our uh, vehicles or union vehicles, and uh, you know, we all go over there, load them up, and bring them over to the AFL CIO, bring them into the building there, and then they take it from there. At so, one point, though, probably you got so busy, you got one of our contractors to lend you a truck. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We got yep. so bad. Yeah, well, that was a big one. Yeah, that was a big one because uh, I know Shoprite down on uh, was it Shoprite? Yeah, Shoprite down on Twentieth uh, and Oregon donated uh, like a lot of uh, loaves of bread because they were making sandwiches, stuff like that for. Sure. Uh, you know all the all the people in the community that didn't you know needed some food. And by the way, uh, Joe Krause, Pat Iding says it all the time. 
you know, it's not just about everybody with a collective bargaining agreement. And by the way, the listeners, that's that that means that it's not everybody in the union that we care about. We, mm-hmm. you know, and obviously you got forty seven hundred members, and and you're dealing with that. But you're giving back to a community and and in and industries that are absolutely devastated. You know. I mean, I mean, I mean, you're talking about. Uh, hospitality industries that are wiped off. I mean, off the map. It, it just it, it, areas where they, they they have little hope. You know, some people have asked me in the past because we do you know a lot more than this. We listen, and we don't talk about it's it. Cows. You know, because we don't. Yeah, we don't. We don't look for you know benefits from from doing this for other people. You know, a lot of people ask me why does Local 19 get involved with this? Why do people do? Why do you guys help out so much? I say to them, well, a lot of we have members that live in the tri-state area. And we are the community. We helped the veterans. You know? Exactly. Brian, we are the community. We you know, the it's, it's, there was, there was a, there's a group in Jersey that Brian got partnered up with that helps veterans who come back with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, PTSD. Oh, yeah. yeah. So they oh. Both, they, Amazing Grace over in uh, Franklinville, New Jersey. They wow. were building the cabins. Mm-hmm. So what we did was we purchased the metal, and then I got our members to voluntarily put the metal roof on these cabins. Mm-hmm. I mean... And that's just for... And that's at no cost to the... To the to well, no, that's at Joe Krause. I mean, you, just so everybody knows, that metal metal roofs is our scope of work. Yeah, know? right. <laughs> right. Uh, that's debatable. Definitely that's the Kevin Boyle on the line. Doesn't right. want to donate them. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, you know what, though? But, but by the way, what union hall? Joe Krause, what union hall? Anybody who knows Local 19 is, is actually a mecca in labor. I mean, almost, you know, the box in the mat, you know, you guys donate the, they, they, your yeah, union we, hall. That's a good point. We do that to the AM. We, we broadcast it from here during we that donate, time. We donate the, vets, the hall. Uh, yeah, to the lift of vet. The lift of vet. Yeah, the lift of vet. Yeah. Uh, it's a great, but Joe, you were just saying that earlier. About and and, and where's the, and who's the, where's the, uh, the doxy gym down in, in, in Kensington? Oh yeah, oh Buddy Osborne. We don't, we don't. Oh yeah. Buzzy. Oh yeah. You, we just made Buzzy a four thousand dollars in signs, yeah, and installed it for nothing. Oh yeah, yeah. But Buddy's incredible. I mean, but we've had Buddy Osborne on the show. By the way, I mean he's oh, he's good people. Oh, he's the heart and soul, and nobody cares more than him. But I really want to thank you know uh, local nineteen for what you guys do. We're gonna we're gonna wrap it up, and I and, and I and I want I want to thank our, my good friend Gary Messina and Brian Bush, uh, not only for your leadership and what you do for local nineteen, but what you do for the community. Community, um, and, and just making this world a better place. Uh, thanks so much for being on the broadcast. Oh, we appreciate it. I think next time you got to have a four-hour show. So yeah. Oh, yeah. Time in there. I, I'll tell you, it's not a bad idea. <laughs> no. Joe, I want to thank you, Joe Krause, and Joe yourself. And what you're doing here is a good thing for labor and getting the message out there. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it's, it's my third time here, but... And it took you ten years to get me on. Oh, 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 oh. You know, Brian, we got Brian. So we're, listen, we're, we're willing to come back. I got more awesome. to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't wait to have you back on. No Thank doubt about it. Be- and the best way to end this broadcast here on the Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause, I always uh, ask the listening audience to use theater of the mind. Uh, so we'll close the segment uh, or the show, actually, J. Doc, uh, with I'm going to do a little bit of math on uh, on my Uh-oh. iPhone is out, and uh, I'm going to punch in uh, 300 members or 300 people working in the apprentice mm-hmm. program, and I'm going to multiply that by the $55,000. Investment, right. $55,000 investment per that is made uh, by Local 19, $16,500,000 over the course of four years 
invest it into members, their families, their communities, and everything that comes from that investment. And, and their education as apprentices. That's what you get when you when you hire a local 19 member and that and, and, and a building trades member. That we're, all, that we're all about that. That's what we're about. On behalf of J-Doc, on behalf of Gary, on behalf of Brian, I'm Joe Krause. See you next time, everybody. Portions of tonight's edition of The Labor Show have been sponsored by Sheet Metal Workers Local 19, CWA, Communication Workers of America, and AFSME Local 1739, DC 47. This program is a paid commercial announcement and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Today's program has been pre recorded.